0: Passion, drive and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive
1: the ESPN app and ESPN Plus, and your smart speakers. However you found us, we're glad you did on this Thursday afternoon. Nick Friedle down in uh, in New York. I'm Randy Scott here in Bristol, Connecticut. You can, you can see Nick, read Nick, follow Nick, all things NBA. Kyrie Irving watch, Brooklyn Nets watch. Do you stay with the Nets if Durant leaves, Nick?
2: <laughs> I ask myself that question every day, my friend. I <laughs> I don't have the answer, but uh, all right, all right. one of these days, maybe we'll all find out everything we need as, to
3: be seeking. As long as Kyrie's there, Nick has to cover every, every, <laughs> every waking moment of the Nets.
1: You stay where your heart is, you know? <laughs> and I'm sure there might be interesting, you know, uh, theories on, on what is time and space, you know? Like we're, what, we're geographically located, but cosmically bound. What is know? that
3: love and hate or emotions very close to each other?
1: Separated by a thin wall? Yeah, there you go. It's like my theory of Pennsylvania. Two cities that hate each other, separated by the Amish. That's sort of the way I look. Right? Doesn't isn't there a rivalry between Philly and Pittsburgh? No.
2: Is that not? I feel like I need to go watch King Pain again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no, if not, if only for the urinal scene alone. Um eight <laughs> eight eight State ESPN's a phone number, 888-729-3776. I forgot about that one. That was what was that a Fairley Brothers one? I think it was. Um the story that we're following and and is just these things have a way of popping up, and I've been, I don't know, lucky or, or not this summer sort of filling in at, at times for for the guys, for uh, for Canty and for Carlin, but um, there have been uh, several shows now, looking back, where we'd had a lead, we knew what our first topic was going to be, and then an hour before the show, something changes, and that happened today. We thought we might come in and talk about Tampa Bay Bucks taking a real hit with with an injury to their offensive line, and we will get to that in this hour. Uh, we'll talk to you um, Rob Ninkovich, our ESPN NFL insider here at bottom of the hour, 5.30. But this story with Kyler Murray, man, this was a weird, almost a surreal look, Nick, seeing your franchise quarterback get out there, call a surprise press conference, and just kind of filibuster for a little bit and defend himself um, against some of the things that he's seen and read and heard uh, in light of this clause in his new contract, saying that he has to have four hours of independent film study with, it, with provisions against playing video games and browsing the internet uh, while doing that study. So we'll jump into it, but first let's hear from Kyler. This is only 46 seconds of what turned into several minutes in front of the media, but here is Kyler on people questioning his work ethic.
2: To think that I can accomplish everything that I've accomplished in my career um, and not be a student of the game and not um, not, not have that passion and not, not take this serious is is almost it's disrespectful and it's it's almost it's it's almost a joke you know um it's to me it's um I'm flattered you know I'm, I'm honestly flattered that y'all think that at my size I can go out there and not prepare for the game and not um you know not take it serious it's 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 disrespectful I feel like to my peers to all the to all the the great athletes and great players that are in this league um this game's too hard uh to to play the position that I play in this league, it's 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 too hard.
1: All right, it is difficult. It is difficult, and doing it at a high level, with or without preparation, with or without film study, Nick is a is a big thing. But they didn't listen. They didn't put this into his contract without a reason, right? I mean, it stands to reason they had a sufficient concern to put this into Murray's deal.
2: Randy, this wasn't by accident. <laughs> yeah, mean, that's that's the part that, and and you can tell. Even as you listen to that clip, how much of a nerve this hit for Kyler Murray? Because it it is very obvious in the backlash that we've seen, not only in social media, but all across the country since he signed the deal, the, the money which should be celebrated for a, a young player who's really coming into his own, who everybody really seems to believe can take his game to a next step, that's almost become, it's not almost, it's become secondary to hey, there's this clause in the contract that says Kyler Murray's got to be studying without video games around him and without any distractions for four hours a week at, at least. And the fact that it came out and the organization allowed it to come out is a an, a serious issue if you're Kyler Murray. But there is a reason it was in there. And that's the part that as I've listened to the description from Kyler and and you you hear his side of things you can say whatever you want there is a reason that when you're committing to a player of his caliber that an organization would put that wording into the deal and if you're Kyler Murray you can be frustrated about it but Randy Mm -hmm. you and I both agree on this he didn't have to sign it and he did
1: he didn't have to sign it now you know I've seen just by virtue of watching hard knocks you know you see uh, how dense some of these contracts are, and they are, you know, like like white pages, you know, like the phone book mm-hmm. back in the day. They yeah. they are thick. So I'm not saying that an individual player is going to pour through every last page of it, but I do think if you're talking about it with your agent, who is the same Evan? Is it the sa- it's the same agent that uh, Cliff Kingsbury has? Is that true? That that Murray and Kingsbury have the same agent? I think they. I th- yeah, that that the co- coach and quarterback have the same representation, and. You know, you, you kind of tr- trust your agent, don't you? Like, yeah, man, you're, you're you're good to sign this. This has everything we wanted. Yeah, we, maybe we lost on the, I don't know, the, the travel clause or the, you know, you only get four trips on the private jet instead of eight or, you know, whatever gets some of the whatever ancillary benefits, but you're probably not pouring over every last page. I will say this, though. If you are the agent and you don't tell your client uh, how the deal could potentially be voided, you know, like, hey. You know stay away from these behaviors that's going to make all the money go away. I, I, I have to think Murray was made aware of it, and he did sign it of his own free will and two hundred thirty million dollars. Why not? But to hold the press conference today, it really draws attention to it. It keeps the story in the news cycle. I'm, I'm just not sure that he accomplished what he set out to do today.
2: Randy, on top of that, how about not taking questions then? I mean there, there, yeah. there were some there were some PR missteps. Not only from the organization side to allow this to become public, but from Kyler, Kyler Murray's uh, side to to acknowledge it and to, to feed the beast, because uh, you and I work in a media ecosystem, especially with sports, that if you if you give air to a topic and it uh, it shows up on every radio station and on every talk show, and you hit first take, you're in big trouble if you want it to go away, because it's not going anywhere. But my question is, even as we talk through this, is how are the Cardinals enforcing this? Like, are they having like a chaperone show up at Kyler Murray's house in <laughs> in Phoenix and saying, "Hey, hey, look, I'm I'm just here to watch you study without video games present."
1: Yeah, right. Here's your video here's your video session, buddy. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know if they do that. Um I know for some work from home folks, so some of my friends who are in, in normal jobs, right, and have had to work from home since the pandemic started, there's a way for the company to monitor your mouse movement so that you don't stay like if you stay idle for more than a couple minutes, like there's they're basically like warned. To make sure that you're not. Uh, an
2: alarm goes off yeah. in some uh, studio somewhere? Yeah, you're not like
1: slacking off or whatever it is. So, like, I wonder if there's something with that where he can only watch it on, watch the tape on certain devices, team issued software, things like that, where they can kind of track it. I don't know, but I will say this he's wanted this, this deal for a while. There's been the social media you know, following the team, unfollowing the team. And in, in 2020, late 2021, he had a quote with the New York Times where he said, I think I was blessed with the cognitive skills to just go out there and see it before it happens. I'm not one of those guys that's going to sit there and kill myself watching film. I don't sit there for 24 hours and break down this team and that team and watch every game because in my head, I see so much. So he gave them a reason to be a little distrusting of his film habits. Because you can only sort of get by on being the smartest guy in the room for so long. That works in college. You know, like when you go from high school to college and you're like, oh, suddenly I actually have to study for things. I don't have to get by on just knowing the teacher and knowing how they grade things and we, you know, copying off my friends, allegedly. Some people do that. I don't know. Syracuse grads probably. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's, if that was the same, if that set off some warning bells there in the front office. In Arizona. There is, though, Nick, another quarterback to talk about who wants what Kyler Murray has, and quite frankly, has had a more successful NFL career to this point. That's Lamar Jackson. He is at camp and he is practicing. He's not a hold in. And we heard from Lamar today about his next deal. We're going to tell you what he said after I tell you about Indeed. All right. If you're finding yourself needing to find your next great hire, then you need Indeed. Their hiring solution makes it simple to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Just sponsor a post and get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. You can conveniently schedule and conduct virtual video interviews right from the Indeed hiring dashboard. Visit Indeed.com credit and earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits when you conduct virtual interviews. Terms and conditions apply. Legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit RobertHalf.com today. Guarding the heart, easier said than done. Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio. Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Plus, and your smart speakers. Cantin Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Randy Scott here, Nick Fridell down uh, in New York, and join the program eight say ESPN eight eight eight-seven two nine-three seven seven six. If You know, in honor of Kyler Murray, if someone's writing a contract for you, you know, if it's your your spouse or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, or your, you know, life partner, your kids, your job, whatever it is, and they're just writing something in there to protect you from yourself, like the Cardinals did with Kyler Murray, what would, if you're being honest with yourself, what would somebody write in for you? What would they say? You know, for me, it's that you don't have to wake up from a nap and eat a sleeve of Oreos. That's, you know, you probably don't need to do that. Maybe let's mix in some celery stalks, you know, for Nick, it's a minimum of 8 to 10 kyler no i said kyler kyrie a lot of kyrie kyrie, <laughs> kyrie irving stories exactly um but you're going to miss man i have a feeling they're both going to start the season with the nets but but you'll miss it when it's gone
2: oh man i i i, I, <laughs> I, I want to say oh yeah i'm really miss it but i i probably won't i i have never seen a team that had that much turmoil around it day after day oh. for that long, but uh, yeah. ah,
1: One the day, F- the Fredell book is going to be a good one eventually. One day, yep. If one the Frenelle book, you know, in the nick of time, you know, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's just
2: go with it right now. Glad, glad
1: to meet me is the sub is the sub headline. <laughs> it's going to be good in the nick of time. Colon, glad to meet me. The Nick Fridell story. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. For now, there won't be many chapters on radio interactions with with me, Randy Scott, or him, Nick Fridel. Uh quarterback of note here as we as we shift from Kyler Murray, so we go, you know, from one coast to the other and, and maybe um you know half a foot taller. Lamar Jackson wants a contract. He he wants what Kyler Murray has. And uh quite frankly, he's had a better career to this point, Nick. I don't think that's stretching it by any imagination. He's been more durable on the field. He's been an MVP. Uh, taking his team to the postseason, uh, yet to really make his mark in the playoffs, but they've gotten there. They've 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 been on the door, and I'm surprised. I'll be I'll be honest that it's taken this long to get that man paid. From what I hear, it's complicated somewhat by the fact that he doesn't have representation. He is his representation. You know, it's if him and his family are sort of operating as a team with regard to being their own agents. And I get that you want to try to save the money. I get it. Um, but I wonder how much that's factoring into things. I don't know, but. Uh Lamar was asked whether you know he thinks a deal is going to get done between himself and the Ravens and it was saying you know I think so we'll we'll have to see. Now Nick did you see the criticism from this anonymous defensive coordinator about uh about Lamar and sort of I don't know maybe I guess it was like hey why hasn't he been paid yet? Did you see some of these anonymous comments?
2: I did it was from the Athletic story and and Randy <laughs> if you're if you're Lamar Jackson and you're reading uh, an anonymous source who says, "I don't care if he wins 12 MVPs. he's still not a a quarterback on the number one tier for me. Uh, I don't care who you are. that would motivate me and that would that would frustrate me. Uh, but Lamar is his own man and as Robert ja- uh, Robert Griffin III told us uh, last week, he said, I know Lamar, and I always asked him, what can I say to people who say, oh, I, I doubt whether Lamar Jackson can do this or that. And RG3 was like, uh, uh, Lamar's answer was pretty simple, nothing. So it doesn't seem like a lot gets uh, through and, and really upsets him. But that quote, after what he's accomplished in this league, uh, that that would get to me a little bit.
1: Yeah, and you know the quote. Okay, so it's Mike Sando's column, and I enjoy the quarterback tiers column, and I think he's able to get the rankings out of the people that he talks to because there is a condition of anonymity. So if if you're somebody who's going to put Aaron Rodgers in tier three because you, you foresee him jumping off a, off a cliff, but you don't want to be hounded with interview questions, you're going to do it anonymously. Well, the problem is when you back it up with quite, with a, a comment like this. So here's here's the quote again: an anonymous defensive coordinator if he has to pass to win the game, they ain't winning the game. He's so unique as an athlete, and he's really a good football player, but I don't care if he wins the league MVP 12 times, I don't think he'll ever be a one, talking about a one tier, first tier, as a quarterback. He'll be a one as a football player, but not as a quarterback. So many games come down to two minute, and that is why they have a hard time advancing, even when they are good on defense. Playoffs are tight, you have to be able to throw the ball, and he is just so inconsistent throwing the ball, it is hit or miss. That's the quote. So, you know, John Harbaugh has his guys back, and he's like, listen, you know, whoever Anonymous is, you know, Harbaugh's sort of taking shots at whoever this person is. And Lamar was asked directly about the criticism today. This is less than an hour old at day two of Baltimore Ravens training camp. Here is Lamar Jackson.
3: I mean, I guess this is what comes with it, you know. Um, when, you, when you're when trying to be great, you know, you trying to work your tail off, it's going to be negativity. But, you know, they hated Jesus, and I'm not Jesus, so I don't, I don't really worry about it what 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 was that what we're,
1: we're bringing we're bringing the prince of peace into this lord and savior we're bringing we're bringing oh. we're bringing Jesus in here Did the carpenter Jesus oh, was a carpenter. Randy,
2: I, let me just let me just tell you Randy, I, it, it, if Lamar may not have an agent but I'm sure he's got some PR people around him and and when Jesus gets thrown into the conversation, whatever it is, it can go a lot of different directions. So you know,
1: whoop. what's that line? One of my favorite line was it. Oh man, was it Joe Dirt? Is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back? Is that what it was? <laughs> can you imagine? of all the lines of Joe Dirt, and that's where you go? <laughs> what's well, the one that's pertinent right now? You know, is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back? Using him as a contract, <laughs> contract negotiation talking point. <laughs> it's hilarious to me. But Lamar, another quote that he had was it was anonymous, talking about the. The criticism, he says, it was anonymous for a reason, and that's a that's a fair point. What I think Lamar Jack, what I think is so unfair, and I'm not in these you know NFL rooms, I'm not in these conversations, and I don't know necessarily if you look at the All 22 week in week out how you would view Lamar. But what's unfair is you can win the MVP award as an NFL quarterback, and they still won't view you as a quarterback. You're still a football player because of how you play. Like, if the object of the game is to elevate the talent around you, is to lead and inspire, and to put the ball in the end zone from the quarterback position, and you do it, and you do it at such a high level that you are you voted around the league as the best player in the league, and you're still not allowed to be viewed as a quarterback in the eyes of some people, that's that's just disappointing.
2: It's it's ridiculous at at this point, given what we've already seen. But Randy. The only way to shut all these people up from now until the end of time is to go win. And Lamar Jackson has had a lot of individual success, but he has yet to lead the Ravens to a title. If and when he does that, everything else will take care of itself.
1: Playoff success will wipe a lot of this away. And a man who's had plenty of playoff success is going to join us. Rob Ninkovich, his thoughts on the Lamar Jackson situation and also what he's hearing and how he parses what happened at Bucs camp today where Tampa Bay potentially facing a massive injury up front in the eyes of those who are assigned to protect Tom Brady. It's uh, it's Nick Fridell and Randy Scott with you. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
5: Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play.
6: Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. It's
1: Canty Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Plus, your smart speakers, however you found us. We are glad you did. He's Nick Friedle down uh, seaport adjacent there. In New York City, I'm Randy Scott here in Bristol, Connecticut. Canton Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 Joining us on that call in line is Rob Ninkovich, our ESPN NFL analyst, and a guy who's had uh, what eludes these quarterbacks, one who got a new deal and one who is still looking for one in Lamar Jackson, and that's postseason success. Uh, Rob, you've been around some good leaders in your career, I think it's safe to say, in New England. Uh, man, I don't know that what we saw from, I'm not trying to lead the witness here. I don't know what we saw from Kyler Murray it could be called his leadership. It was more like self-preservation today, but that was a surreal scene for me from this side of things. What was your reaction? What we saw from the Cardinals quarterback in that surprise press conference? Uh,
7: honestly, I was, I was watching it and I literally just kept hearing, I, 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 mm. um, you know, the last time I checked, nobody's done anything on their own. So I, I get it. He's a great he's a great football player. He's a good talent. Um he was undefeated in high school. Great. Cool. I don't I mean, I don't care. That's great. That's a great <laughs> accolade. He's probably got a he's got a ton of trophies or like, you know, patches from, you know, scoring ten touchdowns against guys that are five foot eight, you know, running four four uh nine. So guys you know he looks, so, so guys he looks up to. Sorry. so I don't um, I don't care really what you've done in the past it's it's not me or you or anybody in the media that wrote up a contract We didn't do anything we didn't write anything this was in a contract that he signed that just states that he has to do film studies. I don't think it would be a big deal if i was if i was him i would have said yeah I, got, I i'm gonna study 12 hours of film i'm gonna this would be yeah i don't know they put it in there whatever i study 15 hours a day i don't know what he studies i don't care what he studies you know at the mm-hmm. end of the day he's got to he's got to win football games and he's got to go perform so the cardinals married themselves to him they haven't had a franchise quarterback since kurt warner i guess if you want to call him a franchise type guy which he was he was just older So they've been really, really hungry to find the next guy. And they've been searching for a long time. They get a young, talented athletic quarterback who really hasn't done, you know, he's done big things early in the season, kind of fizzled out towards the end. He's not a big body guy. So if he gets mixed up, he gets a couple injuries, pulls a hammy. He's not going to be your dynamic runner. So for me, you know, he's going to have to go take this team win a division, go to this, go to a playoff run, go, go win a playoff game. And then I think people will be like, yeah, okay. He, 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 deserves everything he's got. And I don't, I don't fault anyone for getting their money. I think everyone should get money and they should, you know, get what they deserve. And the NFL is about making money and, and setting yourself up for a long time and your family. Great. I love all that, but it's not, you know, I think this is disrespectful to us. I mean, I didn't, Do anything, nobody in the media did anything with the contract situation. We just talk about what we see. And he signed a contract that had stipulations in it that I've never seen before. I I, I don't think anyone's really seen those before, which is a little bit rare. So he should have more of an issue with the Cardinals and them wanting to put it in there than anyone else.
2: Rob, you live this from a, a playing perspective. You were in those locker rooms for years. When a story becomes this big about an addendum to a contract that we haven't really seen before, at least publicly, how much of a topic of conversation is that day-to-day in the Cardinals' locker room, and how many people are going to check up on Kyler Murray if he's doing his studying?
7: Well, here's the deal. In the locker room, those guys know exactly what they have, and they know exactly what to expect on a daily basis. You, you get a sense and you get a feel for a guy and just the way he goes about his business. You know, for example, a road game we're playing um, all the way out in California. I think we were, we were playing the chargers. We had a long flight back. We get on the plane and Tom Brady is already studying up on his opponent. So like he already had the tablet or the, the computer open. He had his clicker in his hand and everyone else is, up and they're playing cards because it's one and it was a good time. Everyone's having fun on a long trip back. And Tom literally is going to me. So you just know, you see, you see it every day. And over time you have an understanding. Okay. This guy's this guy's the early riser junior sale. For example, he'd get up every day at like four 30 AM work out at five o'clock, no matter what. So he was always in there in the morning you wanted to beat them, you had to get up at 430. So you know the guys and their rituals and how they do it and their habits. And the guys that do it repeatedly, usually for a long time, they have a lot of success. The guys that rely on athletic ability and talent, it doesn't last long because you're going to slow down a little bit. You're going to get a little bit older. You're going to have some injury to deal with. And the guys that are the most, as far as study, the most,
1: Do we do we lose Rob? I think we might have. I think we might have. It's it's I'll say this. Uh it's tough comparing anybody to Tom Brady. And I'm I think a lot of, is Rob back? He's back. He's Rob back. you got Sorry us about man. That. There yeah, we go. Sure. No, you were you were talking about like the guys who who showcase preparation and it's almost like a given. They don't have to sort of demonstrate their preparation after a certain amount of time.
7: Yeah, you just see it. So you, yeah. you see the prep every day and it really doesn't have, you don't have to talk about it. You don't have to really explain it to anybody. It's just, it's what you do. It's a repeated thing. You get up early or you yeah. work out before or you study film after it's it's how you present yourself on a daily basis. It's, you know, the second practice is over, you jump in your car to the facility because you know, there's, this 2022, we got cameras everywhere, you know? Like, they know when you're leaving the building. They know when you're walking in the building. So, it, it all depends on how you do it and consistently. And your teammates know it. But you know the guys that are in early, out late. You know the guys that, you know, hit the snooze button. And you know the guys that go home. early.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, it. ball has a way of revealing it. It has a way of revealing it itself on Sundays. And there was something that the Cardinals saw or heard or, you know, was communicated to them through teammates or, I don't know, entourage or something that they didn't like, and they wrote this into the deal for a reason. Listen, Rob, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for spending part of your Thursday with us, and it is. It's it's glad to hear from someone who himself has signed an NFL contract, you know, how strange that language uh, appears in a deal, Rob. We appreciate it, man. All right, guys, take care. All right. All right, we'll talk more about this with Albert Breer of the uh, MMQB He's going to join us uh, in the next hour here on Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio. But meanwhile, the Major League Baseball trade deadline less than a week away, the most recognized, the most globally recognizable uh, name in the game might be on the move. Those discussions are happening. That is next. Nick Fardell, Randy Scott, in for the guys. Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio.
5: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
1: In Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Nick Friedle, Randy Scott, uh, in for the guys. And sometimes, you know, we make this a safe place. as a trust tree. You know, this is the nest. And we were talking with Marcus Freeman, and one of the things, man, if we had a full, like, podcast episode with Marcus Freeman, Nick, I'd probably ask, I'd be like, what's it like being so publicly handsome? You know? What's it like being a guy who is just a walking, talking, whistleblowing, you know, running football drill, just, you know, physical specimen on the sideline who's now, like, out as a as a – the, the face of Notre Dame football. So a lot of people getting introduced to this guy and a lot of, you know, uh, interest being thrown at a guy who's been a private person as a as a defensive coordinator. And we were joking about how accomplished he is. He's married and he's got six kids and he's taking him to family vacations and all this stuff. And he, he, Nick Ferdell uh, casually offhand goes, man, I can't even get a date. And this guy's, you know, doing what he's doing. And, you know, as someone who's, who's new into the into the dating scene himself. Uh, You know, I've, I've, I've found a, a a great, great woman. Um, and, but man, it is a weird and wild, wild place to be, you know, late thirties, early forties out there, uh, in the, in the dating scene. So listen, I I don't even, I don't mean to make you outsider Mike, but, (laughs) but if you want to go full Mikey C and just share some dating stories, the floor is yours. I,
2: I don't even have them right now. That's the saddest part. I hate the apps. I detest the apps. I don't ever want to hear, are you on the apps again ever in my life? Because that has not been a good experience for me. But, Randy, as we're sitting here talking to Coach Freeman, I'm going, oh, my gosh, this guy's accomplished a hell of a lot, and he's two years younger than I am. And, you know, that's not the way you're supposed to go about it. But I'm thinking, can I finally just meet somebody? But the the problem is I have to be in the same place to actually do that. And I think – that is my biggest problem on top of he, – he's telling us about work-life balance. I don't know uh, for me that that has existed since I have uh, begun working here. But, hey, to each their own. But I yeah. still hold out hope that that lucky lady is out there. She's out there for me, and I'll find her one day. She absolutely
1: is. I mean, the thing is, you've lived in some really great cities, but you've also – you're on the move. And you're a guy whose job requires you to travel for that job. So, you know what I mean? Like, how how much of a, of a consistent home base do you have, have you had over the last – couple of years you
2: know Uh, i I haven't had one and i always remember that my little brother's ex girlfriend from college was calling me failure to launch uh like the (laughs) mcconaughey movie from a while back so hey hey man i just love the music that's playing in the background too it really makes me feel great being
1: compared to mcconaughey is no is no slight by any means (laughs) that's
2: right i
1: met my my, listen i met my girlfriend on twitter so that's an app technically more and carlin when we come back Canty and Carlin ESPN Radio, ESPN App, SiriusXM Channel 80, ESPN Plus, your smart speakers. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Randy Scott here in Bristol, Connecticut. Nick Fardell uh, at the Seaport in New York, and we were just sort of in the you know in the trust tree. If you were listening to that little uh, sort of commercial segment that we do, uh, just talking you know, talking about being el- you know Nick's an eligible bachelor out on the town, and we just talk about detesting the apps. Evan, are you are you comfortable talking about how you met your sure. wife? Sure.
3: Yeah, I met her on Craigslist. Craigslist, dude. Oh,
2: wow. Okay.
3: Evan. No, not the missed connections. That's no, what I thought. N- no, no. Uh, we were roommates. Uh, I had a two bedroom apartment in Washington, D.C. at the time. Mm-hmm. She was moving from New Hampshire to D.C. She needed an apartment. Mm-hmm. She replied to my ad. Yep. And um, we became roommates. We were roommates for about six months and then we started dating. Isn't this a.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> Isn't that. Isn't that a Friends episode with uh, Joey Tribbiani? And I think, yes, he tries to. Ellen McPherson is the. Yeah, but he yeah. he's
3: trying to get her to move in because his that's his plan like the whole time, I think. Yes. My This was not my plan the whole time.
1: Sure, no one's accusing you of that. Certainly it may have no been one. hers,
3: but it definitely wasn't mine. You're,
1: you're going to put that on. Yes, to your wife. Yes, yes I've yes, said that probably. to her.
3: I said, so about a weekend. Is that when you started to realize you wanted to date me?
1: Right, right, right. I'm I'm picturing a conversation, you know, a misconnection on Craigslist where she says, "Saw you on the on the on the orange line, no, the metro, no. headphones, Jets hoodie, <laughs> brought out the green in your eyes, Emerald Isle is what I called you. I'll be your River Shannon. You know, I it was told like one all of those. my friends
2: about you when I got off the train. Uh, yes.
1: I hit him on. I flipped out the Motorola razor and I just I <laughs> worded everybody. That's what I, I said. I have to find this man. Uh, what? Give me a year. Give me. Give me a time frame. What were we doing? Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen in DC. Yeah. Probably going out to Arlington. Going out to carpool. Maybe. Yeah, don't
3: don't you scoff at carpooling? No. How dare you? U Street. I was How a, dare you? I was a U Street guy I'd you, hang out on U Street. Bet like you or, were or Chinatown. Bet you were. Or right? Gallery Place.
1: Sure. Oh, Gallery Place is all right. Yeah, Chinatown. Yeah, Chinatown was on the Clyde's coming. Chili, baby. Let's go. He knows Ben's Chili Bowl or Clyde's uh, on on M Street, right? And M Street in Georgetown. I saw a rat on M Street in Georgetown. Wait for the light and cross at the light in the crosswalk one night, one o'clock. I had a falafel in my hand. It was glorious.
2: Well, if you want to see some rats, why don't you come down towards New York City? I'll Thank show you, you plenty of my new friends down here.
1: I've been angling for an invite for what hour are we now? Almost three full hours of this show. I've been trying to get him to invite me down to New York. I Done. mean,
2: name the time, buddy, because Dude, let we, me tell you, if, I think we you want to go have You
3: need a roommate. <laughs> that way you rats. got somebody to watch the place yes. when you're out on the road with the Nets, um, but you also like, you know... It's a chance, like maybe a chance to meet that special someone. I'll be your wingman. You can't play it that way. You got to play it natural like you guys are just friends because that's what I did. And then, you know, it ended, you know, with a home run.
1: Look at Craigslist over here throwing out unsolicited advice. Look at this. Hey, I'll take it
2: wherever I can get it. That's fair.
1: That's fair. Well, you're about to travel. Like you're about to what? I hear Ireland. Like you're about to go a bunch of different
2: places. Ireland. I, I got Dallas this yeah. weekend for our colleague Tim McMahon's yeah. uh, wedding. That'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. Although although in true McMahon fashion, he I said, hey, what do we think about our prospects this weekend? And he goes, ha, 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 the hotel lobby bar should be fun for you. And I said, oh, thanks, Tim. Everybody's taken, huh? Yeah, everybody's, like everybody's the, like the taken. school bus in Forrest Gump. Just yeah, exactly. Seat's taken. Uh, the just seat's left taken. Right, but, so. yeah, I got Ireland coming up in a week, so that'll be interesting. Ireland's, are, are you traveling solo? Are you going with friends? What do you got? My One of my buddies who I grew up with, in fact, the biggest Notre Dame fan I know, who I'm sure was listening to our interview with Coach Freeman, his sister, who I've known my whole life, is getting married in Ireland. So oh, wow. That okay. will be an experience.
1: Yeah, yeah, so what, the, is the groom the Irish The groom then? is Irish. Okay, all right, that'll be a good time. Have you ever been? I've never been. I've,
2: I've never, never been, and all I keep hearing is, get ready to drink.
1: I've, uh, you know, <laughs> not. A, no. real life doesn't have to be a Family Guy episode, but but yeah, that could be right. an episode where they're landing at the airport. Um, no, I've never Man, I, I'm looking forward to putting some stamps in the passport now that uh, things are hopefully getting a little more back to normal. I've never been to Europe, so... Ireland's, Ireland's high on the list. Uh, Scotland's up there as well. Man, I'm burning through this baseball segment. I didn't mean for this to happen, but w- let's just say this. Uh, the Angels are open at least to discussing the future of Shohei Ohtani and per- perhaps that future not being in an Angels uniform. Do we? Should, can we play the passing sound? Evan, do you want to wait? Let's play it. Here's the. All right, this is passing on with Spain and Fitz because Shohei Ohtani right now is baseball's best bargain, but the price is going to go up in a short period
4: of time. I wish I had a good answer to this question because there's so many different complicating factors involved here. It's it's similar to Soto in that it's not just a straight-up baseball trade, but there are a lot of different elements that you have to consider, especially ownership. And Artie Moreno, the Angels' owner, has uh, always, with big deals, been the one to to pull the trigger on them. He's the one who signed Anthony Rendon. He's the one who gave Mike Trout $426.5 million. Um, He's the one who brought Josh Hamilton in. So uh, the idea that you're going to take the the guy who I I think is pretty clearly the most talented baseball player in the world, and maybe the most talented baseball player any of us have ever seen or will ever see, and move him before he reaches free agency it seems like an absolutely foolish thing to do. The problem is uh, if you don't start winning, he's going to have no incentive to resign there after his 2023 season when he becomes a free agent.
1: So that's it right there. 2023 season becomes a free agent. Do you lose him and get an effing return, or do you sell the most popular player in the world, Nick? It's it's a it's a unique problem, and it just highlights the fact that they haven't been able to win anything with Otani and Mike Trout in the lineup.
2: It's ridiculous that that still is the case, Randy. But if it's me and I'm the Angels, as fantastic as Shohei Otani is, yes, I move him because. Yeah, You can start over, and you still have Mike Trout, and you still have the reason people want to come to the ballpark every day and watch, but that Angels team has been bad, and they've been bad for a while, and it's time for a complete overhaul, and sadly, that is the quickest way to f- refill your farm system and your big league club.
1: Yeah, the problem is, though, if you lose Otani because of how uniquely – generationally talented he is, you have to replenish two sides of your farm of your farm system, right? I mean, you have to you have to hope in return you get a both a pitching prospect and a hitting prospect, you know, a potential 50 home run guy down the line, as well as a potential, you know, top of the rotation kind of guy. And it's just that draft hall, that draft capital hall would have to be absolutely massive in order to make up for the hit that you would take. And now with Mike Trout's spinal issue, that on one side of, of the issue where we're hearing it potentially career threatening and on another, he's trying to downplay that. It just it feels so bad for Angels fans, what, what few there are. Uh, we have a trend in the NFL, this training camp. We're going to tell you what it is, what it means. Next, Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio.